Welcome to the Self-Interrogation Podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Coop, your favorite uncle's favorite uncle. And today's topic, manhood and fatherhood. Does it take a good father figure and good role model, a good male role model, to raise a good man? So a few days ago, I was on everyone's favorite place, the internet, and I came across something stating that fatherhood and a good father-son relationship is the most important thing in a young man's life, and that to get a good man, um, or to become a good man, uh, a, a boy needs to be around good role models, good male role models, and they need a good father figure. So me being me, I immediately inserted myself and my experiences into the subject and began to analyze and have a a deep analysis of who I am as a man and who the men in my life were. So from my father to my uncles to my friends' fathers and up to my grandfathers. And now I'll just breeze through these to, to... keep this from going too long because this is one of those topics that I can I can see myself ranting on for an extended period of time but so you know just starting with you know in the home uh, my parents divorced or began their divorce when I was 11 years old unfortunately you know between the ages of zero and 11 I don't have very many positive experiences that I can tap back into with my father, except when we were either passing or hitting baseballs, or when we would, you know, very seldomly have a bit of wrestling around as all young kids, you know, they all do jumping on the bed. So, I mean, really baseball and clowning around from time to time. Outside of that, my childhood memories of my father were more of him being at work, uh, him leaving for golf trips, uh, and him arguing with my mother. Uh, He worked 12-hour shifts, and so that usually meant that when he was working, he was gone at least 13 hours because you've got to account for, you know, getting ready for work, going to work, getting off of work, coming home from work, so... You know, you're working or you're away more than that 12 hours. Um, He would often go on golf trips rather than family vacations. Um, And he and my mother would do more arguing. um, And I would see more of them engaged with each other in a negative format than I would of them uh, of anything that would be called, I guess, caring or encouraging. Um, oftentimes they would both yell to the top of their lungs. And I unfortunately have memories of my father calling my mother out of her name and yelling at her. Um, just things that, you know, you shouldn't see your father do. Um, so, so what did all of this teach me? And, you know, adding other men in there, you know, what did I learn from them? So one, you know, I learned, find a job as an adult that allows me time with my family. Two, be present as often as possible with my wife and son and put their enjoyment above my own. And Because just with everything else in life, when you put others before yourself, you will find that it brings you more joy. 
Uh, and three, never for any reason disrespect my wife by yelling at her uh, or calling her out of her name and definitely never do those things in front of my children. So that's a key takeaway that I took from you know, my father as a kid. Moving on to grandfathers. My mom's dad died when I was eight years old. He died of lung cancer because he was too stubborn to stop smoking. So uh, my dad's father, now when I'd go see my grandparents, he was always around. Um, and he would usually be around, but not very talkative, at least not with me. Um, you know, we didn't have the greatest relationship uh, when I was a kid, but thankfully, you know, we grew to have a good relationship in my adulthood. Uh, but before that, I can't say I had many takeaways except that he loved fish and he loved playing cards with my grandma. So what did I get from him? Uh, I guess you could say I got eat food that you love and find something that you can do with your wife uh, that you both enjoy, no matter how little of a thing that may be. Uh, now, without getting too much into anything and everyone else's business, but um, I'll just say a lot more men in my life left more bad examples than good ones. Uh, from drug use to physical abuse of their spouse, um, you know, I learned more about what type of man I wanted to be by all of the wrong that I witnessed other men doing. Um, and what was missing was I was not getting from these men words of wisdom, words of encouragement. I wasn't seeing the right actions on how to treat a woman, how to treat your kids, how to be engaged as a real family. Um, so, I mean, those things were, were lacking. Um, I don't know. Um, with all that said, I figured it all out. Uh, and, you know, with the help of a lot of good women um, and a lot of other good men that I saw at a distance doing what looked like the right thing and what looked like a better lifestyle. And I'd ultimately created a long list of things to never do in order to become a good man. So am I calling myself a good man? Absolutely. Am I the best man? Well, I was the best man at my best friend's wedding, you know, that was years ago, but no, um, I'm not saying I'm the best man or a great man, but I'm a better man than many of the men who should have been better when I was young. Um, I'm not calling them bad men, but they weren't who they should have been. Um, and that not only cheated me and, you know, other young men, you know, cousins and uh, other boys in my life that cheated them, but that these men cheated themselves as well. Um, men who have had other good men as role models are truly blessed. And I hope they understand that if you happen to be a young man hearing this and you don't have a good role model, don't follow the bad examples find the right examples, whether it be in a friend, a family member, 
Um, there's another uncle out there. If you got to get it just from a book, get it from a book. Um, speaking of good books that can guide you in the right direction of manhood, I highly recommend the book, The Measure of a Man by Sidney Portier. That is probably to this day the best book that I've ever read. Um, sadly, I didn't read it until I was an adult. But thankfully, I read it um, when my son was still a very young... I think he was still an infant. Um, anyways, um, for me, I know that you know I didn't have the best man in my life. But I know I... Um, I also didn't have the worst. However, I know what I want for my son. Uh, when he looks at me as a father, I want him to never have to feel that I was absent. Um, in his 12 years, I've missed one soccer practice that was actually a one day soccer camp. Uh, however, <clears throat> I've been to every soccer game, every basketball game every basketball practice. Um, I, I'm just there. And anything that he wants to do and be a part of, I support and, and I make sure I'm present. Um, I never speak negatively about my wife. Um, and I definitely would never do that to or around my son. He will never be able to say he saw or heard me disrespect his mother in any way. Um, I try to always teach my son the importance of being um, caring to all people and working hard for what you want and for what you believe in. I actively teach him about money and financial preparation for his future. And most importantly, I do all of these things as a team with my wife. It's not just me, but it's us. But I teach him about failure and importance of learning to fail, learning to lose, how to overcome those losses, failures that, you know, he can expect and be prepared for. So when they happen in adulthood, not only can he be ready for them, but he'll know that he can come to me without any question and I can help him through those hard times. Um, so back again to the question. Do you need a good man around to become a good man? No. But I'm willing to bet my soul that my son will be a better man than I am because he's had a good man and other good men in his life every day. And we all do the best we can to give him the best examples. And I can't help but imagine that I myself could be a better man had I been surrounded with good men doing the right things, not all the time, but the majority of the time, like making sure that all of the memories um, were, you know, flooded as good things so that the negatives either just didn't stand out or were, were understood to be mistakes and not the norm. So, um, that's really about it. So, no, you don't need a good man around to become a good man. But I do agree that it can only help. And men, just do your best to be better husbands, be better uncles, be better fathers, be better coaches. 
Um, there's enough bad men out there. Try being the man that plants all the right seeds instead of, uh, instead of all the bad ones. That's all I've got. It's your favorite uncle's favorite uncle, also known as Uncle Coop. This is the Self-Interrogation Podcast. I appreciate you listening. Talk to you again soon.